0: a better way forward. There are three reasons to choose our progressive modern treatment program. One, a more sophisticated intake process. Two, technology proven to enhance recovery. And three, the most robust aftercare program in our sector. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com. This is uh, Season 13, Episode 6. I call this episode... She just let go. When you have a substance abuser in your life, whether or not he or she lives under the same roof, you're very likely under severe stress trying to control what is essentially something very much out of your direct control. Wanting so much to make it right when it's all so wrong would drive anyone crazy. Imagine the courage and wisdom it would take to just let go. I ran across a beautiful poem by a woman who had a friend who seemed to have taken flight by way of an enlightening spiritual experience that allowed her to just let go. In my humble opinion, suffering precedes enlightenment. Suffering makes one ready. Another way of looking at it is that one can only become enlightened if one walks through the fire to get to the other side, which is known as serenity and clarity. So, this is the poem I speak about. She let go. Without a word or a thought, she just let go. She let go of the fear. She let go of the judgments. When parents or spouses or children live with alcoholism or addiction in their home, their lives are dominated by fear and shame. Not knowing when the man of the house will come home is bad enough. Then the wife will wonder what sort of mood he will be in, and if he will be violent or not, or just fall into bed or onto the floor. So she's in fear. And the shame of it all puts her under great stress. She has come to be judgmental, too. She blames herself for not being able to control her husband's drinking. Then she blames her husband for being such a drunk. Blame all the way around. Imagine being able to let go of that fear and of that judgment. Here are a few more things that this enlightened woman let go of. She let go of the committee of indecision within her. She let go of all the right reasons, wholly and completely. She let go of all the memories that held her back. She let go of all the anxieties that kept her from moving forward. She let go of all the planning and calculation about how to do it just right. One of the greatest gifts you get when you engage in the recovery process and begin to realize its benefits, which is where I'm going here, is that you are finally able to live in the moment, be fully present in the moment without the regrets of yesterday and without the fear of tomorrow. This woman was experiencing the benefits of recovery from a codependent state of mind. In her case, she had turned to Al-Anon, a 12-step program for family and friends of alcoholics, and and for that matter, addicts too. The opening step in Al-Anon starts the process of self-change. Admitted we were powerless over alcohol and drugs, and that our lives had become unmanageable. The point is to let go of our old thinking, that is to let go of the myth that you or me, or anybody else, has any control over another person's disorder, such as alcoholism or drug addiction. And you've got to start making changes for yourself since you've denied yourself for far too long. You have given yourself over to the addiction, but you didn't know it. One of the self-imposed burdens that people in dysfunctional alcoholic homes carry is what others think of them. I know I was in that place. That's why I loved it when I heard a woman say to her group, in an Al-Anon meeting that I was attending at the time. <laughs> I am no longer enslaved by what you think of me. That's another letting go, another step toward freedom. The poem goes further. She didn't utter a word. She didn't analyze whether she should let go. No one was around when it happened. No one thanked or her, praised her. There was no applause or congratulations. No one noticed a thing. There comes a time when that still small voice, and I believe it to be heaven-sent, speaks the kind of fearless truth that it simply cannot be ignored. In my 12-step program, it is written that our higher power resides deep within. Quote, for that is the only place where he is found. Interesting idea, especially when it is also written that speaking to another person is the closest thing to God you will experience all day. I see that. As not a contradiction. I see that as the outer manifestation of that still small voice that says to me, Be good to everyone you meet today. Be kind. Listen attentively. Be fully present for that person. Put your own head noise on silent and turn your full attention to the other person and hear what they are saying and feel what they are feeling. Finding and hearing that still small voice is one of the greatest challenges a suffering person will ever have. Finding stillness is an art unto itself. i like to quote one of my favorite gurus, Eckhart Tolle, author of The Power of Now, who speaks of freedom in the following way. The beginning of freedom is the realization that you are not the thinker. The moment you start start watching the thinker, a higher level of consciousness becomes activated. You then realize that there is a vast realm of intelligence beyond thought you also realize that all the things that truly matter, beauty, love, creativity, joy, inner peace, arise from beyond the mind. When you are grounded in being, capital B, instead of thinking, you'll be able to sense that the thinking mind seeks to deny the now and to escape from it. In other words, the more you are identified with your mind, the more you suffer. It's a case of mistaken identity. You are not your mind. You are far more than that. You are a being who can watch your mind, and now you have choices as to what to pay attention to and what you need and can let go of. An example is your ability to identify whether you are enabling someone or not. Just one example. Is it possible, you ask yourself, that, we are, that I'm contributing to the problem, even when I believe I'm doing everything in my power to attempt to stop the addiction? Almost all families inadvertently enable addicted loved ones by helping them avoid the negative consequences of addiction or alcoholism, or in some cases, both. This happens in a number of ways, including taking over responsibilities, making up alibis, keeping secrets, covering up or ignoring the problem, allowing the addict or alcoholic to manipulate them, and rescuing them in countless other ways. Now, if you have been watching your thinking that is a conscious instead of being in a state of conditioned response which is unconscious you begin to see that you have choices as to how you respond as opposed to just re- as opposed to just react to your loved one's behavior but that comes with learning a whole new way of thinking and being i highly recommend al anon as a way to be with other people just to know you are not alone for that is what it feels like you feel like you are the only person and the whole wide world who has this problem, and that brings on an awful sense of loneliness. When you do finally meet others who are going through the same thing, sometimes even more terrifying than yours, you are greatly relieved and feel a part of something greater than yourself. I know for myself that after a few months' worth of Al-Anon meetings, I felt like a stone had dropped from my shoulders. I no longer waited up for my fiancé to come back from the bars at 3 a.m., I played with the kids, took them and their friends to pizza, got home at a decent hour, put the two little ones to bed, and got a decent night's sleep. I placed my fiancé in God's hands, according to what al taught me. But you can choose your own conception of a power greater than yourself. And the whole experience taught me the supreme value of the now. I do not have to live in yesterday, and even though I have a plan for tomorrow, I do not have to live there. That's a huge distinction. That's what healing brings. That's what letting go brings. So what have we learned about letting go today? We learned that, one, the household affected by addiction or alcoholism is ruled by fear, shame, and judgment. Resentment plays its own insidious role there as well. Two, it does not have to be that way, but too few families, especially moms and wives, know the way out of their self-imposed prison. Three, they have not yet learned that it is indeed possible to let go of the fear and the judgmentalism. They have not connected to people who are in the same circumstances as them, but they've overcome. Four, to be able to be fully present, to hear that still, small voice in the stillness, is an art that takes time to cultivate. And five, if one is courageous enough or perhaps desperate enough to reach out and connect with the wonderful friends they'll be sure to find an Alanon then there is the true promise of letting go. Our podcast is sponsored by safehouserehab.com, a modern approach to recovery. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com.